Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Show, where we talk about all components of business and how to utilize them for exponential growth. My name is Nathan Cassiotis. I'm a business growth expert where I help business owners grow and scale to create wealth and freedom. And today, I have an awesome guest. She's the founder and former creative director of global Swedish design and stationery business, Kiki K, the founder of Dream Life, author of Your Dream Life Starts Here, international speaker, coach, mentor, and podcast host of Your Dream Life. And with followers in over 160 countries worldwide, she wants to inspire 101 million people to write down three dreams and make them happen. And her passion is helping people discover, chase, and achieve their dreams. Welcome, Christina Carlson, and thank you for being on my show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, as am I. I love your t-shirt, being excited, <laughs> and your energy at the same time. So I'm sure it's going to be an awesome show for everyone watching and listening today. So you're a very successful entrepreneur. So for those people who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself by telling us about you and your journey. Well, I started many years ago by uh, just writing down a few dreams on a piece of paper, and that's why I'm so passionate to actually inspire other people to do the same now. I wrote down that I wanted to drive to work every single Monday and loving it. I wanted to have a business on my own and I wanted to have a connection with my home country being Sweden. I wanted to work with Swedish design and then I want to make $500 a week. So that was my kind of starting journey and um, and that uh, got me to create global uh, station brand Kiki K, which was a fascinating journey. I learned lots from absolutely knowing nothing to basically open. I think we got to about 120 stores globally in five different countries and obviously sold online all over the world. And uh, it was, it's been an amazing journey. I lost Kiki K in administration over COVID. So that's a, a separate story that I'm sure we'll get, <laughs> get into. But, um, but uh, the good thing is when you are an entrepreneur, and I know you have a lot of entrepreneurs listening to your uh, podcast, is that you fall down and then you start again. And um, and this is really exciting because I now have taken all my learnings and all the things that I love and have created a new brand called Dream Life, where my dream is, as you said, to inspire 101 million people to write down three dreams and then go and chase them. And that is done by, by uh, I've got a course called Your Dream Life Starts Here, which is based on my book. And then I also have a, a coaching program, which I absolutely love because I am passionate about personal growth. I think you need to grow as your business grow. And um, and um, when the, when challenges are coming your way, it's really important to have that. And I think that's how I really got through the very two challenging years. And then I have a book uh, club because I love reading personal growth books. So that's a membership that I have. And then I am working on a female entrepreneur mastermind, which I'm excited about. I feel I got so much to, to share. Uh, over my, um, I guess, 25 years in business. So um, that's um, where I am today. And I'm really excited to uh, kind of restart and create something inspiring that I love to go to work on every single day, not just Mondays. Yeah, love that. It's awesome, Christina. What a story. And yeah, yeah you've achieved so much. And yeah, let, let's just quickly touch on Kiki K because yeah, you achieved massive success there. Um, firstly, I just like to say is why do you think, you know, what is the top reason or reasons? Why do you think it was so successful? 
Oh, I really do believe that there was so much passion. Like I absolutely loved it. So I had no knowledge about retail. I had no knowledge about the design. I had no knowledge about anything around business. Um, really, I started when I was 22, when I came from Sweden to Australia. But I think we really got um, the, uh, the business going and made it so successful was the passion behind it. I absolutely loved what I was doing. And I, I loved every single day. I loved the ups and the downs. Obviously, the downs were really tough when you went through them because we had plenty of those over the 20 years, like every business has. But being passionate and when about what you're creating and what you really stand for, I think um, really, really helped. I also think that I um, had a very clear vision or we as a business had a very clear business, uh, very clear vision to create a world-class uh, global business. And uh, we were really excited about about why we were so passionate about that and um, and really making a difference. So we had like four words that we did everything around. That was dreaming because I'm really passionate about dreaming, doing because you can dream all day, but you need to do and create to make it happen and then enjoy the journey. I think so many people are doing things, but maybe not enjoying it. And I think we should enjoy every single day and love what you get to do. And then sharing, I think I've got so much to share and I think everyone does. There is always someone behind you that can actually, um, that you can actually have, um, inspire and help. So I think that one, and also I think don't say no, say how was my mantra. So I, I, there were so many things I didn't know and there were so many no's along the way, but I didn't take no for an answer and um, I always found a way. And uh, I think that really helped when you're a small business and you need to get going to constantly work out how you're going to do it because there are so many no's as you know, and, um, and, as every listener would know as well but actually don't say no say how working it out and it doesn't mean that you kind of go against the same wall many many times and get the same no you're just really trying to work out how am I going to make this happen and I also I think another component of our success was who who has done this before so I learned from mentors in lots of different areas so I've never been in retail so I learned from a lot of retailers I didn't know much about finance, so I learned about people who were really good at that. So I I really always, when I had an idea, I didn't think, what do I need to do? I think, who has done this before and who can I learn from? And I'm really, uh, and it's all, it's not just about taking, it's about giving. So even through my mentor <clears throat> mentors over the years, I've always been able to somehow give back to them as well. So it's, a, it's always a win-win. Yeah, I love that. So many amazing lessons um, that you shared and how to look at things on who, especially. I love that last part. Mm. And um, obviously, yeah, unfortunately, uh, through COVID, you know, went through administration and happened to a lot of businesses, right? Um, especially um, retail businesses, um, you know, during COVID times. I just like to ask because obviously, as, as a in business, you always want to you know, stop things from happening, like think ahead yeah. where possible. So for, if there's going to be some other crisis, because there's been, been many crises in the past, or what do you think were your biggest lessons that you learned from the experience of unfortunately yeah, having to, you know, close down the business? Uh, I think, I mean, it's, it was a very unfortunate end. And I think as an entrepreneur, you, you always find a way not going in there. Um, but we were actually, um, we were controlled by a private equity firm um, who had control of the business and they were the one who, who wanted to go ahead with this as an entrepreneur, I probably wouldn't have done that. Um, saying that it was a, it was a difficult situation because we were actually in the middle of selling their part to another party. And, um, 
and they just pulled out because of COVID and uh, they were Chinese. And so they started there. So they were ahead of the game with understanding the enormity because I was like, it's just a virus. <laughs> and uh, obviously that was a very different virus for all of us um, for um, different reason, obviously. But um, but my my learning in terms of not having happy happening it again is to definitely be in control. So in my new business, I am back in control. And I actually, when we went into administration, we actually got bought by a business from the US and I actually went in with them again and, um, and uh, worked for 20 um 12 months actually to to turn it around and it takes about two years i think um I'm now a little bit more understanding to turn a business around that has been because there's a lot of obstacles when you when you go into administration and then uh, because they were us and um and we had all these lockdowns here they actually just got nervous and um made an announcement that they're going to pull out which was for me like Wow. And, um, and, uh, you know, if I would have any, if I, if I knew that, like that was a possibility, I was just no way I would go in with them. But, but so my, so my learning there is like to always be in control. So if there was a third option for me to go back with Kiki K, I wouldn't have done it. It wasn't an option, but I, I just decided that I'm back in control. So being back in control. So obviously you can have a private equity firm, um, uh, owning more, but actually it's all about the the shareholder agreement. So you make sure that you you um, are in control. So I think that's the uh, the biggest lesson for sure. Yeah, I love that. So powerful. And yes, yeah, so everybody understand your agreements um, and making sure you have that control so you can continue the vision, the original vision of what you wanted to do going forward. Love that. Thanks for sharing um, that, Christina. Really powerful there. And um, now you're, it's all about, you know, living your dream life uh, in what you're doing. And it's uh, awesome um, with how you're helping people in that way. And, and, and dreaming big really is mentioned a lot, right? Is like, don't have a small dream, have a really big dream. So love to hear your thoughts about, you know, how should we should dream. Yeah, I actually don't believe it should be big for everyone. I think it should be a dream that is true to yourself. Like to, it needs to be your dream, not your parents or your peers or your partners or or your teacher's dream. A lot of people that comes into my little community have perhaps gone on a path where they educated themselves and spent a lot of money and a lot of effort and a lot of time doing that. And then I realized that perhaps the ladder is against the wrong wall. And and it doesn't really matter what that is. I think the most important is um, to actually take some time and then <clears throat> then change it because it's never too late. And uh, so for anyone who is, um, you know, midlife or or uh, think there is something more, there are some <clears throat> some ways of actually just really testing if this is the right path for you. And um, there's a few questions that you can um, ask yourself, and that is, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Because a lot of us are scared of failure, me included, <laughs> certainly was not so much anymore. But um, <clears throat> if you couldn't fail and um, and do whatever you want, self-doubt and imposter, all those kind of things often coming our way when we are dreaming big about something we've never done before. Also asking yourself if, um, if you had all the money and the resources to do whatever you want, what kind to mind so if you didn't have to work to make money what would you do for work if you had to do if you have to work and that is really good because when we spend if we need to spend 
40 hours of work, 40 hours of, of, um, a week working, then we definitely should do something we really love because we spend so much time at work. So um, asking yourself, if you, if you didn't have to work for money, what would you actually do? And then if you had all the time in the world, what would you actually do? And um, because most of us um, uh, don't feel like we have the time, but if you could actually choose to do whatever you want to do, what would you do? And then also if you had the energy and your health, not everyone has the health and the energy right now, but if you did have that, what would you do with your one precious life and I'm really passionate about this because so many people get to the end of their life wishing that they lived a life that was true to themselves and um, I want to inspire people not to get to that end and also not to get to a crisis most of us change when there is a crisis and we we don't really need to have that we can actually change today uh, so I'm very passionate about really digging deep and work out and doesn't mean that it's an easy path and it doesn't mean that um that you have to do everything at once but i think being aware what is important to you i think is really really important yeah i love that our why of how we're doing things you're really powerful and, and doing it your way i really love that too um so yeah i think another one is like having goals right like we've got to have goals like what are we moving towards um is really important and um you know, writing our goals down, I know there's a lot of, you know, um, science in that, that writing our goals down helps us to achieve them more. But I guess a couple of questions for you is how should we write our goals down? You know, what factors, you know, should we be sort of including or or doing with them as how we're writing our goals? Yeah, well, I, I think it all should start with dreaming first, because often when we set goals, we often look where we are today, and then we might stretch ourselves a little bit on certain areas. And, um, and that is great if you're really clear on what you want, but some of us might completely want to change. And some of us don't love our business anymore, or some of us don't love the way it's grown. Perhaps we have the wrong um, people in the business or whatever, whatever it might be. So I think first you should do a dreaming exercise on, um, and you can do these, the questions that I just mentioned before, you can do that within your business as well, just focusing on, on certain areas, but really dreaming of all areas of your life is really powerful. And then I think you should decide, um, you should be really aware and know inside your head if you need a piece of paper to start with fantastic but really be clear on your top 10 dreams because when I inspire people to dream we often come up with you know maybe 100 dreams you know not not everyone will do that but but often more because I'm asking questions to really dig deep and we might have some small dreams and some big dreams and everything in between so I think we should then be really clear on our top 10 but then we should choose three to focus on because um, I think everyone can relate to this, that when we have too many things going on, and this is including in business tasks as well, we just spread ourselves too thin. And depending on, of course, what the dreams are, um, what size they are, you can definitely have some small ones in between there. But if you have decent sized dreams, I think just focusing on three at a time and, three, uh, and focusing on the ones that are really will change the way you live. So if you're not happy with your business or your work, obviously that's a big, big one. I think everyone should have a health goal uh, every year so one of my goals for every year is to get fitter and stronger and healthier and um, and this is something as we age um, should um, be a priority because um, that's really the bottom of everything you don't have a great business you don't have a good personal life you don't have great relationship 
wealth doesn't really matter if you don't have health. So really being clear on your top three and ideally have a health one in there, ideally have a, um, you know, work or a business goal in there. And then obviously a, a, a personal one, whatever that is relationship or whatever, whatever you have, but it doesn't really mean that you have to do three different areas could be one area. There's no right and wrong. But then what I do is I, I am very clear on that, those top three for the year. So if this is a, a, a big goal or a dream that might take five years, I'm just trying to, to chunk it down for 12 months first. And then what I do is I plan every quarter and I almost treat my I um, quarters as a mini year because um, I used to plan yearly and I still plan the year out in terms of all the of all the important things that I need to do in terms of um, you know there might be some launches that I'm doing with my business or there might be some trips that I have coming up or public speaking or whatever whatever it's like the big picture stuff but then I only focus on one quarter at a time and since I started doing that uh, my productivity has just gone to a, a complete different level and um, it's been so powerful because um, things change so quickly now and um, and when you focus on just one quarter at a time you can really focus and then if you didn't if you didn't achieve it or if you achieved even more than that then perhaps your your um, next quarter can look quite different so so that's the way I plan it and I, I even now like created journals around it my new business is um, has journals as well as um, you know products as well as um, digital products and um, and uh, it's something that has worked so well for me yeah awesome i love that all those elements there about how to uh yeah what to focus on and and when to and um breaking that down really really powerful there um and another thing like aside of that like we can have the you know the vision the dreams and, and planning the goals i guess the other thing that really comes with that is habits because we've got to make sure that we're doing the right things daily um, where possible to give us the best chance of success, um, you know, and it determines what we do or don't do um, sometimes and how we are normally. So what tips, you know, can you give us around, you know, our habits for success to really uh, achieve our dream? Mm -hmm. I love habits. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I am a habit chaser. So I have a little habit club where people choose a a habit either for the month or the quarter, depending on how they want to do it. And um, I always choose habits that will support my dreams and goals for the year. And um, and uh, often they are health related because the more the better health, the more energy we have, the more likely we are going to uh, we are are the more likely we are to be able to achieve those big dreams if you have good health. So this includes exercise and um, nutrition, good sleep, and um, anything around um, habits that really help you get to the next level and the next best version of yourself. So I choose a habit once a month just to try something different. And if that's a good habit that I feel makes a big difference, then I continue on with that. And um, one of the, the the most important one to start with actually is to create a, a morning ritual. And um, I know that that probably doesn't sound like groundbreaking, but it's amazing when you actually have a habit of starting your morning in the most positive beautiful way in terms of something you're really excited about waking up to and um, I have now created I've tried so many different things but I'm an early riser and I do some meditation and I journal and then I go out for a walk or a run 
And uh, by the time I'm back around seven o'clock, I just feel like I had the best days. And uh, and you can review your goals then, and you can do all the things. It doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter what you do as long as it's something you really are excited about doing. And then you just feel so ahead of the time. And um, and in terms of other habits, I think nutrition and sleep and and things that really make a difference to the energy that you then have to work on your business and your goals. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Really, really powerful on doing that. And yes, I agree with the morning routine and uh, I, I include a cold shower in mine. Uh, yes. Good. Which is always good for the parasympathetic nervous system and uh, everybody, as long as you get your breathing right, it's okay. You know, you can do it. So I'm um, really powerful too. So I love, uh, I love that start of the day that you're talking about there, Christina. And um, you know, another big one about how we're being is our values as well right yeah. and this is this is a big one because sometimes if there's a conflict or something there we want to do something but our values might do something else so um i'd love to hear your thoughts around how we can really get in touch like understanding you know what our values are and so we can i guess use them yeah for our for our greater benefit yeah, I've done a lot of um, exercises actually through my book and also through my whole personal growth journey in terms of working out what my values are. And there's so many different ways of doing it. But I think um, um, really looking at what you value in terms of what do you like to spend time doing? What gets you excited? So for example, I'll give you an example that really changed the way I live by my value now uh, is that when I did a values kind of exercise, I realized that that what I spend my money on, what I spend my time on, what I would do without anyone telling me to do it um, was really my values. And that was personal development and personal growth. And I was so passionate about that. I would buy every book that came out on the subject, even though I feel like I, I've probably read most of it now. <laughs> I, I I can never get enough. And also I, um, I, um, I was happy to spend money on that. There was a lot of things that I didn't spend money on, but books, I have no limits. And also I would travel around the world to attend seminars and workshops and, and um, um, meet inspiring people. So that was my top value. And also, so, so, so really, for anyone who are thinking about working out what they value really think about what you know what gets you excited what do you have no what do you have no guilt on spending money and um or you might have some guilt but if you if you if you that was your top value then you shouldn't have any guilt once you realize that because what what happened to me like i i felt that oh gosh, maybe I'm traveling too much because I often um, traveled work-wise, but then I always attended some seminars and extended the, 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 the trip. And in the beginning, I thought, oh, should I do this? You know, young kids, whatever. And then I realized that that is really my highest value. So I stopped having guilt because I feel like we really should live uh, with our value. And because it's my highest value, it's something I want to do for work as well. I think it's important that what you love doing and what you really value should, should really reflect in everything that you do not just um your um your passion you can definitely have hobbies that you values but i think incorporating it to everyday work really makes a difference as well yeah i love that really powerful and um yeah what growth and learning is definitely one of my top values as well and you know with me it's funny right i get told about 
books and things all the time and i would straight away like you know go on amazon or wherever it is and i would buy it and then i would also get the audio book i like to have both versions um, Same. yeah and then so i've got the physical thing when i you know want to do physical but the audio is good for obviously uh being more efficient getting ready in the morning or you know you're out and about driving somewhere whatever it is and you can maximize time so my wife's like we've got this massive bookcase and they're probably like 90 percent my books and 10 percent her books but but she's looking into them now as well so it's uh it's always nice but i, I think it's and it's, you know, I'm married, right? But I don't have kids at the moment, but, you know, in the next few years we're planning to. And to me, it's my own learning, but I also want to pass them on to them, right? It's going yeah. all these amazing things. How can I give them the best possible chance going forward too? Yeah, absolutely. My kids um, very much into personal growth now. They're only 12 and 15, but they have, um, they have, um, uh, read a few books and also been part of uh, listening to my podcast interviews and obviously my uh, talks as well. And, it's amazing what they pick up because sometimes you don't know if it sticks, but it um, when you hear it hear it coming out, it's um, it really is amazing. And um, my both kids now have their own businesses, and it's really <laughs> really fun to see them um, doing it their way. And it's fascinating in today's world what can be done in a very simple way. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Really powerful. And I think there's going to be a lot of super kids uh, coming up in the world uh, soon enough with some uh, growth minded parents, which is awesome. Um, yeah. And one level deeper um, than this that probably doesn't get talked about a lot, but I know is very important is identity. Right. And because a lot of people, especially, um, you know, let's say if they had the job and now they've they've become a business owner. Right. That's probably like a big identity shift um, that because how we view ourselves in that moment, that's where potentially, you know, this imposter syndrome that can come up for certain people, um, et cetera, et cetera, or even just leveling up ourselves, right. And going to that next level of identity to, to determine our, you know, success and, and achieving our goals. So I'd love to hear it from your perspective of what you understand about identity and, and, um, you know, how to shift, I guess, into a, a new one that supports us. Yeah. I think yeah, <clears throat> this is where the who, um, question comes in, in a, in a very relevant way. <clears throat> and that is, um, <clears throat> who has done this before? If you have, if you just started a business and you want to identify yourself as a business owner, well, you ha will have to because you are one, but you might not feel that you're in there yet because you might just have registered your business or you might feel that you're not quite there yet because you haven't learned everything. And I certainly know all about that because I <clears throat> started knowing absolutely nothing. But then I was like, who's done this before? Who's done retail before? <clears throat> Who started businesses when they were young? I started when I was young and I was, you know, I was looking at all the people ahead of me. What can I learn from them? And the amazing things, um, as you just mentioned, is that you can buy books and you can uh, listen to audiobooks and obviously podcasts. It's just unbelievable. You know, you could spend um, a few hours a week just learning so much from just podcasts without paying a cent. And, uh, <clears throat> and that uh, will really help you to... Um, to kind of get yourself into thinking that way and, and learn from them. But then I also think that you just have to decide where you are going and uh, and have a really clear vision and then work out who do I need to become to actually <clears throat> achieve all these things. And, um, and uh, a lot of people then come into this imposter and thinking that they, they might not be as good as the person before them. And what I've learned over the years is that most people that are ahead of you are not – 
they might be a little bit more clever um, than um, than you, perhaps. They might be educated. They might be a bit more fortunate in terms of having perhaps some more money behind them. There could be lots of different reasons like that. But that's very slim in terms of that doesn't really make a lot of difference. What really makes a big difference is if you take action. So when you look at someone, don't don't think like <clears throat> oh, that person you know, being, you know, have three years ahead of knowledge or three years of education more than me or have wealthy parents, whatever it might be. It, it, instead, think about what can I take action on today to get there? And um, there's just nothing better. So for anyone who's thinking about starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or a um uh, write a book. <clears throat> Public speaking is one of those people that people rather die than being on stage. And um, and um, the only thing that helps in terms of getting ahead and having an identity as one of those people that doing that is action. <clears throat> there is just no other way. You can read about it and that you should, should definitely do that. You should do courses and you should have mentors, all that. But it comes down to one thing and that is action. And you just have to take something um, something. Um, actionable every single day and eventually you will get there and like if you absolutely take actions every day and you do that in, in might you might fall sideways and you might give up a few times and might be lots of different reasons why you're not getting there as quick as you like um, I'm certainly one of those because I often have big dreams and I want them quick but um, um, if you do something every single day eventually you will get there and that is uh, very important to remember because it doesn't matter how clever you are or what your background is, background is or how much um, you have done that before um, because eventually you will get to the um, the destination wherever you wherever you set that to be so so that action every single day is the most important in my opinion. Yeah, I love that, Christine. Really powerful. And yeah, I'm almost at 150 episodes now with my podcast, right? Because I committed and, and I took action. And I yeah. think it's less than 1% of podcasts get over 100 episodes as a stat, right? Um, right. So I didn't know that. And it's funny, but I, I want to share something because when I did ask myself, what would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? I did this a few years ago. I mean, I do this all the time. But when this podcast, my podcast came up, I because English is my second language, I'm also very used to since I was started my business people have always interviewed me I never interviewed other people so that was like a obstacle that I thought I, I'm not good at that I don't really know what to ask and I don't really know also knowing that I'm a very creative person and I get excited when they say something really uh, inspiring and I start taking notes and then I forget where I am and all those kind of things so I was like there's no way I could do a podcast and then I thought well if I do something every single day towards this and you, I want to share like I, I could easily start five business businesses today with no anxiety no problem starting a podcast I had anxiety <laughs> and it's so funny because people who are very good at this they're like what do you mean like that is so easy but I'm like for me it wasn't and uh and I just decided I'm going to show up every single week and have an episode so I'm I think I'm 100 and close to 170 episodes now and I'm actually about to release a second episode once a week and it's actually one of my favorite things to do i love being on other people's podcast as well because it's kind of a treat to share all the things that i've learned but i absolutely love interviewing other people because i'm just learning so much and um, i learn about how to do good interviews eventually i i feel like the first 50 was a disaster <laughs> but um, now i love it and now i just i don't even think about it like i'm never nervous i just um i obviously prepare as much as i can but uh, in the end of the day it's 
just a conversation and I absolutely love it. So, so well done. Uh, um, I didn't know that that statistic um, was so low. I mean, in terms of 1%, that's, um, that's well done to us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's amazing. And uh, yeah. I love that part of what you said um, there. And um, it's so true, right, about um, podcasts. And I love it as well. I think we're, we're very similar like that. It's like one of the things that lights me up, right? Like you yeah. know, there and you're like, oh, wow, I get to interview this cool person and you never know where it's going to lead. Learn some things and, um, you know, wherever, it, you know, um, sharing everybody's message, right, um, of uh, growing and helping other people to grow um, at the same time. So, yeah, I love that, Christina. Um, really powerful with uh with all of that there and one other thing like you're talking a lot about action now which definitely is important we've got to take uh, a lot of action um the other thing that helps with that i guess is accountability because yes. um you know it's proven i, I you know I, I dropped out of school right but i went back to do an mba and i had to actually study this and the stats said that if you're just doing things by yourself you probably got everything you probably got about 20 percent chance of doing it but if you have um, someone to keep you there accountable, you're invested, you know, like having consistent meetings, um, you got a 90% chance of completing, yeah. right? It's like four and a half times, massive, right? Difference. Yeah. Um, and, and this is where like coaches and mentors, right, can really help us, you know, to to get there quicker and et cetera. So I'd love to hear your thoughts around, yeah, accountability, you know, coaching and mentoring to really, um, yeah, achieve um, our dreams and goals. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I the way I do it is I have my own accountability pod. There's a few uh, female entrepreneurs that I love uh, catching up on. And we catch up on Monday morning at 9.30 and we got four minutes each and we just talk through what did I do, what I said I would do. And then um, what I'm going to do, three things I'm going to do this week. And then I we also share a book that we are reading all of us are avid readers and into um, business uh, books and personal development books and financial freedom and all those fun topics and then we also share podcasts like we share podcasts so definitely next week I will share yours and um, and uh, it's uh, it's so important because um, one, and, and we all have uh, weeks where we don't do what we would say we would do of course and that happens but uh, after a while, you just feel like embarrassed if you bring up the same thing over and over again, and you're much more likely to do it because of that versus actually for your own reason. So having an accountability group is really, really powerful. In my coach, I have a Dream Life coaching program. Uh, it's like a 12-month program, and every month we have divided the group up in small groups, and it's an accountability group. And um, it's amazing to, uh, um, to listen into those groups because it makes a big difference to, but from uh, from actually sitting with those actions yourself because when you say you're going to do something you say it yourself and you, in the end of the day you are accountable for your own actions but um, it really helps if you have told someone before and also when you have to report back so our coaches, uh, mentors, therapists, whatever you know whatever you you need and and can do will make you big big difference and then I wanted to actually touch too if that's okay about the cost so people sometimes say oh it's too expensive to have a coach it's too expensive to have a therapist whatever whatever is relevant for you mentors sometimes are are um, uh, free perhaps but you can only use a mentor for so long for free in my opinion so um, the cost of that is you you will just you will just level up like no other um, in terms of um, so if you think about it as an investment in in growth growing your business or growing yourself 
in much, much bigger speed, then um, I think it's so worth it. Yeah, I completely agree with all of that. Um, it's definitely uh, going to get us there a lot quicker and, um, yeah, just get us to where we want to be, right? Mm. We've got a certain amount of time in this world. It's the one thing we have. Why not get there a lot quicker so we can live our dream life, as you would say, yeah. in your Absolutely. Work. And I also think that um, when you say it out loud, you're more likely to do it. And then um, also, like, like today, I shared something and then I had one of the girls like email me after said, hey, I can help you with this one. You know, so it's amazing when you actually share it because you never know who knows someone who can help you. So, so it's, um, it's really worth looking into to be part of accountability program. Yeah. I love that. Completely agree. So, so powerful. And uh, yeah, it's been a powerful episode today. Actually, you've shared um, so much gold with us. And I guess as we're wrapping up, one last thing I'd love to ask is what one key piece of advice would you like to give to all the entrepreneurs uh, watching and listening today? Dream big, really dream big. There is, um, if you already have a dream, just see if you can double it or triple it and just see what that could reach you. It doesn't mean that you have to start taking action, but just having that vision. When I started a little store, my I got my partner to sell his house to, to, <laughs> to uh, start my business, uh, to start my first store. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine um, what we would have got to or stay that if I didn't have this global vision and the global dream to become a global brand. And I had no idea how to do it. I didn't know what that meant or what that was going to, to how that's going to work out. But all you need to do is start dreaming big. And um, it's such a fun journey when you have a, a vision that is so big that it makes you scared because then you think, if I'm saying this out loud and I'm thinking it, of course I can achieve it. And if you look outside um, yourself, no doubt there are some people who have achieved it before. So dream big will be my advice. Beautiful. Completely agree with that. Love that guys. Uh, so powerful. And yeah, we connected through our network. So I learned about yeah, your awesome journey from founding yeah, Global Swedish Designer Station of Business Kiki K to now founding Dream Life. Uh, you're an amazing woman, so knowledgeable and so giving. And I'm sure we continue to help people discover, chase and achieve their dreams. Um, very grateful that we connect that. I look forward to working with you. So Christina, how can people find you and get in contact with you? So um, if there, if anyone is interested in the programs that I spoke about, you go to yourdreamlifestartshere.com. If you're interested in any of the products that I spoke about, then the dreamlifestore.com, that where I do journals or personalized and a lot of uh, helpful tools, how to live your dream life. Um, but if you want to follow along and get inspired, um, Instagram is probably my best. Um, I've got also a, a, a couple of um, Facebook groups, but start with Instagram and see if, um, if what I'm sharing resonates with you yeah awesome definitely check out all those areas about christina the websites and uh, her instagram um so much gold in what she's sharing with her amazing experience there and and thank you to everyone for watching and listening to this show where we talk about everything on business growth and please like subscribe and leave us a five-star review you can find me on linkedin facebook instagram and youtube as Ethan cassiotis or visit my website athencassiotis.com if you want to grow and scale your business you can reach out to me in any platform to see if we're a good fit I completely agree with you, or do I? The only way we know is if you tune in next time. So until next time, remember that our business grows when we learn skills and take action using them in spite of fear. So remember to design your growth and results.